0: Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort
1: zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Welcome. You are in the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane. My goal of this podcast is to encourage people to do better, live better, and be better. And my guest today does that on a daily basis. Serena James wrote the book Vibe Higher and it talks about energy. I don't think a lot of people know about energy. And I think this is a great book to read because it will inform you on energy and why you should take energy healing seriously. I hope you enjoy the chat I had today with Serena. My guest today is Serena James and she is a holistic healer who I have worked with uh, with my energy and she is also the author of Vibe Higher, a book that I highly recommend. So welcome Serena James. Hi,
0: thank you so much for having me.
1: So First of all, we maybe I automatically might already have a bond with her because SJ, Serena James, Sarah Jane, I think now that I'm sitting here looking at you and talking with you and seeing our names, I just feel like we were meant to have a good discussion. So last night we actually had a session and why don't we talk about this session a little bit and then I'm going to say how I felt. So Serena, what exactly do you do?
0: So there's lots of different energy healing modalities that people can use, and my primary modality is through pendulum dowsing, and I think that that's something that's not seen a lot. A lot of people are familiar with things like Reiki, um, uh, but they're not. They haven't really seen the the pendulum dowsing, and I love it so much because I feel like it um, really can. Be kind of take bits and pieces of all these different types of energy healing modalities and just kind of put into. Uh, one approach. And um, and if ever somebody needed something outside of what I do, then I'll be guided to that. So, you know, when I start out with a session with people, I work out of different programs, which are essentially um, lots and lots of words on paper that help guide us to the needs of somebody. So when somebody books an appointment with me, you're giving me permission to tap into your energy. And so that's what what I do and, and just see what we are guided to. Then we find out what needs to be released or cleared. Um, energy is dynamic. Everything is energy. We are all energetic beings. Even still objects around us have energy. It is everywhere. It is everything. It's dynamic and energy has different vibrations. And, um, so you can think of it this way that um, we all, everything has an ideal vibration, but then there's some things around us that are higher than our ideal vibration that we come into contact with. And there are some things that are lower than our ideal vibration. And after a while, when we get around all these types of energies that can raise or lower our frequency, That's the measurement of energy. And so then when we leave that ideal frequency and we go lower, that's when you start to see some of those issues or challenges or difficulties, annoyances even. I mean, it doesn't have to be major things. That's when you start to see that happening on all levels, the mind, the body, the spirit. So really energy healing works to try to release those blockages, release things that you no longer need and move you to your ideal frequency so that you are feeling your best physically, emotionally, and spiritually.
1: Okay. So what I want to explain how I think it's really difficult to explain exactly what a session entails. So I encourage everyone to have a session, but I would like to say how I felt after the session. So during the session, I'm enjoying it. We're chatting, we're talking, there's nothing, um, Serena isn't a therapist, so it's not like you're telling her your deepest, darkest secrets and you have to feel awkward. Wasn't awkward at all. Felt good during and then afterwards, and I had this one other time after I had energy healing, I felt a little off balance, like maybe like I just got off a boat. It wasn't a bad feeling, but that is how I felt. Today, what I will say, I normally have a lot of energy. I like to be busy and I like to do all the things all the time. I have, my energy is different. Like usually I'll be walking down the, down my hallway, let's say, and I'll be like singing. But after I have an energy session, it's, I know this sounds so crazy, but I'm like belting it out and I'm like singing. I feel like a layer has been washed away because I used to be real spunky. And years ago, a lady had, of said something to me like, she doesn't know how my boyfriend can handle me because I'm kind of a handful or something like that. And it kind of bothered me. And then I thought, well, maybe I just need to tone it down. So after an energy session, I feel like all of my energy is kind of restored and I can just go at life and go get it. Is is that what people are supposed to feel?
0: You know, it is really different for everyone. I know back when I first started, there were some side effects, I guess, like afterwards, you know, it's like some people might feel more energized, but some people might feel more tired and so that they need extra rest. And so you have to think about that. If you are shifting the energy within you, that your aura every level of your being is is working to let go of some stuff. So some people do feel lighter. I've had so many people tell me just right after their session, like, oh my gosh, that weight is off my shoulders. Yes. Like they can physically feel that. Yep. Then I have people um, that feel clarity right away and they might feel more grounded. Some people might feel hungrier and thirstier. I can't remember if I said this or not. Some people might feel more joyful immediately after, or some people can actually feel agitated afterwards. So it's different for everyone, but the way that I want to approach it is because I want people to feel good as as soon as we're done or while we're working and, and as soon as we're finished. So I always set the intention that this Experience is going to be most comfortable and most beneficial for somebody, and most effective. So I try to make it so that people don't feel grouchy later, that they don't get in an argument with someone they care about later. I have seen that stuff happen, um, not just like with my own work, but uh, with other people, other healers as well. And seeing that it's like, gosh, that, that you know, they might feel really awesome in two to three days, but. That's not an experience that, you know, you think, gosh, I I really want to go back, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, if if you, if you experience something negative afterwards. So that's why I really do try to make sure that when we are finished, that somebody is feeling as best they
1: can. So I think that's great. And I felt great. So I'm very happy with that. So thank you for that session. Yes. Yes, you're welcome. Um, so we all have energy and we talked about that. So there are some people that I am around that literally just make me feel sick. Like, i is it their energy? Am I, is it their energy is so bad? They're lowering my frequency. What's the scoop? And I think everyone to some extent has had that. You know, you're saying, I don't know, that guy just gives me a bad feeling or I don't know, there's just something about them. But there's seriously some people who I I mean it's not like, oh, I can't move. I'm but like I just feel it's more than just like, oh, I don't like that person. Is that normal? And what what would you explain that as?
0: Yes, I think that there's a couple things at play there. For one, that's a gut instinct that is, you know what, I don't think that person is good for me. The other thing would have to do with frequencies that maybe where you are vibrating. They might be vibrating much lower, but they could even be vibrating much higher than, than you. So, could go both ways. And then I would, I do want to be clear on something that just because someone might get a bad or negative vibe from someone else doesn't mean everybody else does, you know? So I, w- I want to make it clear that it's like, oh, it doesn't mean that that's a bad person or that nobody should be around them. Cause that's right, not, right. no not but at it's all. like, not at all. but yeah, definitely something energetically does not jibe well or mesh well. And then that's when you get those feelings of, um, like you said, sometimes feeling physically sick or just some people might feel very drained around somebody else, just kind of like that other person is just sucking their energy, yes. you know. So yeah, I, I I think that, like I said, the two things that you know is is that gut instinct of just inherently knowing that this is probably not a beneficial person to be around, and the differences in energies, and so and that doesn't happen all the time. I mean you know, uh, I do want to bring this up because I think this is really cool. So I've been doing this for years now and I will take the ideal frequency of an individual and that could be, well, not really zero to a hundred, but that's a scale I use, zero to a hundred. When I first started doing this years ago, people's ideal frequencies were at like 65 or so. I'm starting to see people being at that 70, 75, 80, and even 85 and so what I think is really cool about that is that that is really telling me that, you know, people talk about like the great awakening, um, talk about collective consciousness. And really what it, I'm interpreting seeing the ideal frequencies raise in people is that that we are evolving. We are ascending. We are having an awakening and so I, I just wanted to bring that up because I think that that is a cool thing that I've been able to witness over the years now.
1: That is really cool. I, I never would have thought about it that way, like with the great awakening and people coming into more consciousness. So people yeah. are waking up.
0: They are. They are. But then the thing is, too, is that I think people are waking up, but then they might not be getting to their ideal frequency. Right. You know, so I think, like, collectively, like, we're supposed to be getting to a higher vibration, but that doesn't mean that we are. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Because I'm talking ideal frequency here, you know, of that increasing. So that doesn't necessarily mean that people are getting to that ideal frequency.
1: So last night, my ideal frequency was 80, and I started out at 45, I think. I think 50. 50? Okay. So I obviously needed to vibe higher. So I am glad that you helped me with that. So I think that's interesting too, for anyone who has never had their frequency checked to check that out too, because I don't, I don't know this because it works. Like, because when your energy is low, you just kind of live at a low level and Some of the reasons that our energy can be low is not necessarily just stuff that has happened to us, correct? Like if we're an empathic person, we could be carrying the baggage of others.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think that um, if people aren't aware of what the term empath is, that is a person who is a feeler and they can, being an empath is a gift. And when you're aware that you're an empath, that you, what you really have is the ability to transmute non-beneficial energy into something more beneficial, and that's not just for you. That's that's for everyone, really. We're all connected, you know. So, empaths they can take on emotions. They can take on pain, uh, e- even physically of others. Um, we have a thing. This is a little trick. I'll get here's a trick. Okay. <laughs> If let's say you have like a headache pop in from nowhere or physical pain on your body, or um, maybe like a sudden change of emotions, here's what you can say. You could say like, is this mine? And you might get an answer or not, depending on who you are. But is this mine? If not, uh, please transmute it into something better and more beneficial. So is this mine? Please transmute it into something better or more beneficial. And I do know of people who have had a sudden physical pain or a headache. Let's say dissipate and go away after doing that. If you, if you're a feeler, um, how can you tell? Uh, it's like if you feel sensitive in crowds. If if people might describe you as sensitive. If you can really easily tell what other people's emotions are, even without them expressing that. And, oh, going back to it, (laughs) we were talking about like some people make me feel physically ill. That could be another thing too. They might be feeling physically ill and you could be feeling that. that. Yep. Yep. So, okay. There's a third, a third reason why that could happen. Yes, so like you could be picking up on something that they are not expressing externally, but internally.
1: Okay, because... I kind of thought for a while it was not a good thing to be an empath because I will see a lot of people post on it and and they'll kind of be down on it. Like, there's another reason why it's not good to be an empath because this is how I feel. And it's right. kind of like Debbie Downer. And so I was always thinking that is not me. I am I am not yes, an empath because <laughs> I yeah, I do not let things like that bring me down. But I think I am. And I think it's good that I am because of the job I'm in because being a chiropractor, I think that that is an important thing. But if you are an empathic person, and you feel like that is a stressful thing, you obviously need some energy work, correct?
0: well, everybody needs energy work. (laughs) We all all have energy. So uh, I mean, yes, yes, there's, there's things to to be addressed, you know, but yes, it would be very helpful. And actually in my book, Vibe Higher, um, which is a super easy read, you know, I like things short and sweet. So, but I do have a chapter on empaths in there Mm -hmm. and to help you identify if you are an empath and things that you can do. And as a holistic healer myself, There are times that I need to reach out to other healers. That does happen sometimes. And and there are times that other healers reach out to me. And the thing is, is that we we feel guided to do that. And, uh, you know, it's like sometimes you can do so much on your own. And sometimes you need the support of someone else. And so I think um, I totally agree with you about seeing um, really kind of negative posts about being An empath, and the truth is, is that it really is a gift. And understanding if that is something that you experience, and then learning how to how to use it as a gift and not as a a, a deterrent or a negative quality, because it's it's not at all. But but I can see for some people how it can feel that way if you're having a difficult time. I mean, it can be overwhelming. It mm-hmm. can be overwhelming and stressful to feel all the feels. These aren't even just your own feelings, you know, they, they're other people's They're you know, and it's not even just people you're close to. It's like, I remember there was like a few days, it was around 9-11, like a, the anniversary of, and then I think shortly after is um, like suicide awareness day. That's really, really heavy energy. And I I I was actually feeling awful. And I had reached out to a friend and asked, you know, what is going on? And so so she made me aware of like, well, you know, we had this day yesterday. We have this day tomorrow. And and I was like, oh, yeah, I did. You know, sometimes we don't realize, actually, a lot of times we don't realize the space that we hold for people and the the connection that we have to, with the collective and with others and how that impacts us.
1: So I want to get to some of the chapters in your book. Yeah. So one of the chapters we talked about, yeah, you talked about how not only people will have emotions, but how objects have them and how sometimes objects need cleansing.
0: Yeah. And I can say how I first found this out was okay well there's kind of two things one was a t-shirt a negative t-shirt that some somebody was wearing this t-shirt and something not desirable would always happen when this individual wore this t-shirt and so then i checked in on it and was like should they it it, or like what's the frequency of this is it is this negative um and then i asked can i clear this or do i need to throw it away you know, and sometimes I can shift the energy, and sometimes it just needs to be thrown away, right? Mm-hmm. Then the other thing is, I had uh, like a family heirloom dining room table. You know, very like a, a a beautiful dining table with a lot of character, and I don't even know why, because I'll I don't remember the exact circumstances, but you know what? People weren't getting along in my house very well. So it's like, what's going on? And then all, for some reason it just popped in, that's intuition, <laughs> just, <laughs> just pops in. And I was like, check the table. And so I checked the table and it was very low vibrating and kind of a culprit of making the house low vibrating, which translates into people not getting along very well in the home. And, um, and I want to say like, this doesn't mean that like oh, that's an evil table or that's a bad table. But you have to think about, you know, if this this table has been in the family for 80 years or something, just like how many different people have been around it? Um, How many arguments, you know, have happened around it and to just be absorbed by this table? And so I was actually able to clear out the the non-beneficial energy from there. But it's like, That was, aside from the t-shirt, kind of my first big thing of objects having energy. Before I started doing my work, really, I had moved into my childhood home. My parents, they had um, moved to to a different home. And uh, my energy healer was working on the house energy. And something came up like the crystal of tiger's eye, and it needed to be removed. So I called my mom and asked, you know, is there a tiger's eye in, in the house? And I didn't think there would be, right? <laughs> and she's like, uh, yeah, actually, there's a ring of your grandfather's. And here's where to find it. And I what? went and looked. Yeah, yes. It just like sent chills down my body. And it was at that time, all I needed to do was just place it out in the garage and was able to cleanse it so we no. didn't have to we didn't have to throw it away but i mean that was just so weird i, I, I didn't think that there was any way possible that there was tiger's eye in right. my home yeah that's, but there pretty, was. that's
1: pretty random that's not like it a, is
0: it is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that yeah the, so objects can definitely have low vibrating energy that could be affecting you or your home or your business And I think, yeah, it it could be low vibrating, but then again, maybe the energy of that object just doesn't mesh well with your energy. But, you know, that's another explanation too.
1: Because I had read this one lady, she liked to go to flea markets and antique shops and rummage sales and whatever. And she said that she found some old portraits and she really liked them. So she brought them home and she hung them in her house. And then after like all this random bad stuff was happening and... And was for a while until someone had told her objects could carry energy. And here she started looking, uh, researching where these people were from. Because on the back of it must have been who they were or whatever. And then here was something bad that happened to those people that were in the portrait. So, I mean, it can be anywhere. But it makes sense that you're picking up stuff from other people if you're buying stuff. And I'm not saying don't rummage in flea market because I like that stuff. But I think... You know, there's something to that. No,
0: I I love that you bring that up because I'm not against rummage sales or antiques either, but I don't frequent them <laughs> very mm-hmm. often. And that is just because uh, I am aware of residual energy. And like I said, it doesn't even have to mean that something tragic happened around this object, you know, sure. but it's just like being, what's important here is to be aware that when you are, purchasing something that has come from somebody else or even gifted something that once belonged to somebody else is that you are bringing that energy into your home. So, you know, my recommendations for that, I think I even give like an idea of how to do a clearing in the book. um, If you are bringing objects, yeah, I have like an Mm -hmm. object cleanse in there, but you know, thinking of like eBay, you know, I've got my partner, he is an eBay I can't think of the word, uh, junkie. Yeah. There, that's a good one. <laughs> and, um, and you know what I did, I did have to do a lot of clearing on, on the items that were coming into our home just for
1: our well being. Right. Anything that he's bought, have you told him no because of the energy up with it? Uh, no,
0: no, I don't think so. But I did. I have told him, you know, be aware what you're, be aware what you're doing. Like all these purchases, I'm having to clean this up <laughs> energetically. You know, so
1: yeah. Okay, so something else you talk about that I really know nothing about is aromatherapy. Yes. How important is that?
0: Well, that was really my first introduction to alternative wellness. Period. You know, like that was like I. I mean, I never thought about holistic health, alternative health at all. But my sister actually introduced me to essential oils. Uh, she thought that that they would be beneficial for me and my family, and I did find them to be very helpful. And I like to talk about essential oils because there's something very important here that meshes with energy, and that's that these oils have high vibrating frequencies. So if you're using essential oils that they can actually help neutralize non-beneficial energy and they can even help uh, raise somebody's vibration. And that's why people experience so many of those emotional benefits when using aromatherapy. And And there's different oils. So something like when I do a session with people, sometimes aromatherapy might come up for them. And then I go in and I find out, well, which oil is it? And then I ask another question if it's a physical application needed or if it or if they can receive the energetic benefits of it. And that's something that I can do. Sometimes it will be most beneficial for them to use it physically, but sometimes I can just send like that that frequency, that energetic benefit of that oil to somebody during their session without physically engaging with it.
1: So is it do you find it beneficial for people to be diffusing oils most of the time to have that around them? Then, I guess like when you say most of the time, daily, like maybe just part sure. of
0: the day. Because doesn't say it takes. Yeah, it takes about fifteen minutes to get to get the benefit if you're diffusing to get the benefit of that oil. If you if it's safe to use topically, that's on your skin, that will last a, a couple of hours. And so it could be something that's like reapplied later, but there I have had people, I do think that they're beneficial, but I also think that sometimes you have to have a little bit of trial and error. If you, you know, didn't take something like a a Zytoscan or an Itovi scan, which tells you kind of what your body needs, or if you didn't work with me and and have me figure it out, you might have to see which combinations or, or which oils give you the desired benefit that you're looking for. So that's something I definitely want people to know is that sometimes it takes trial and error. Sometimes you need to use an oil more than once. There's this one blend uh, that um, I'm aware of and it's it's supposed to bring you happiness. And sometimes when people would start using it, they would cry. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) It's like, that's not what, that's not the, what I wanted. Right. And, but what was happening there is that sometimes, sometimes you have to let that stuff go to bring in what you, what you truly desire. And so it's like, you're not going to cry every time you use this oil, maybe the first time or two. And then after that, after you have let that stuff go, that you've been holding inside, that's, that's been pent up in there, then you'll experience what you're wanting to, when you use it.
1: And how about meditation? How often do you encourage people to meditate? I, th- I think most people haven't ever meditated. This was a new thing for me just this year.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll be honest. You know, even with all of my energy work, that was kind of one of the things that was at the bottom of my list of things that I did. That, you know, I didn't do it very often until, unless I felt called to or was guided to do it. I wouldn't do it very often. But it was actually this summer that I really yeah, this summer that I really got into, um, having a regular daily practice and it takes me about five minutes. And, you know, really? so I think that's important for people to know is that I have this routine of what I do, but I think that it's important for people to know that, you know, meditations can be done while you're walking. They don't have to be an hour or two hours. And, a lot of times, like if a meditation comes up for somebody in a session, if I didn't already have a meditation written up for that, well, I'll find out what what kind of meditation they need regarding what or what the topic is. And yep. um, if I didn't already have something ready to go for them, I just refer them to YouTube and say, you know, type in this type of meditation, and you'll get lots of videos. That's a free guided meditations. And then you can choose whichever one feels best for you.
1: Hmm. Well, I think that's good to know because I thought it had to be quiet and like 20 plus minutes. Cause I have some people that have told me that they like to meditate for like an hour. They just sit there quietly and most people can't take that kind of time. That
0: feels intimidating that feels intimidating how I I work. I have a family or even if you don't, I have, I want some me time or, you know, I have other things to do. And so, yeah, I think that meditation can be a very intimidating practice for people. And it really doesn't, it does not have to be. And I, you know, I do like a little bit of energy maintenance for myself every day, using my programs, my dowsing, I use aromatherapy every day. And, and then I, because you know what, I, I don't like to, I'm the type of person that I would prefer to not commit two hours or, you know, like now when you add in showering and getting ready for the day, you know, it's like that, that's a lot of time. And I, I don't really like committing that either. And so it's like, when I keep my meditation to five minutes, I always have time for five minutes. I try to get it done in the morning, but even if I can't, I will do it before I go to bed at some point in time before I go to bed for the night. Like there you can always make room for five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you find it better or do you find it more important now with everything that's winning going on in twenty twenty for people to take better care of their energy and their mental well being?
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I had touched on this a little bit earlier, um, but didn't really explain in detail. When people are high vibrating, that radiates out. So you're not only vibing high for yourself, but you can't help but radiate that positive beneficial energy outwards. And What I um, actually, when, when all of this first started, I did take frequencies of the collective consciousness and it was really, really low and it's actually still low. And what happens here is there's, there's lots, lots of confusion, those lower vibrating emotions, you see a lot of anger and Right away, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I got to see as many people as possible so that we can, <laughs> we can raise this <laughs> vibration, you know? And so I, I, I ran like a special, I was like, I'm going to, I'll have your sessions done in 12 hours. Cause I do phone, email and zoom the way appointments are available now. And so, because it is so important to me, what I, I truly desire joy, wellness and prosperity for everybody. I do. And I believe that is a possibility. And so, you know, when you talk about like caring about your neighbor and caring about your community and something that doesn't really get in there in the other discussions is that what your energy level is can be very helpful to your neighbor, your community. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that it is something that is much needed right now. Really, really a necessity at this point. And I have um, on my website, so the just be lifestyle.com, I have a free energy assessment. It's like 15 questions asking you different things. And that to me are indicators of where you are vibing. And then after you um, fill out the questionnaire, takes just a couple of minutes, you will get a score that really lets you know if you're low vibing somewhere in between or if you're high vibing. So that's something if people, you know, watching this are thinking, well, I wonder where my vibes are at. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe you're not ready to take that next step to have a full appointment. I have like so many free resources and I think that energy assessment that is free. And I think that's definitely a great starting point for people. I know, um, with energy, I mean, even people who are really close to me, they really want to have an understanding of energy and how does this work. And you know, I'll hear a lot. This stuff doesn't doesn't really make sense, but you know, I love you, and I'll I'll try it out, <laughs> yep, and yep. and and so, like you had said, having your own session, that it's like you know, it really clicks when you when you get to experience it firsthand and then, and then you understand it. And then especially when people see the benefits of um, having a session, you know, then they, then it, it makes a lot more sense. And, you know, I just go with that. Everything is energy and energy is everything. And it need and it needs to be cared for. Like, I like to use this term, you know, like energy healing is, it's kind of like a soul bath, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, you have, most of us have like our, our daily routines of bathing and cleansing. And, you know, that's really taking care of the physical body. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it makes sense to me that we would, um, also take the time to care for our energy too. And that's why, um, like I said, I have um, phone, Zoom, and email appointments. And the email ones, those are really nice. Those are, those are for the people you know, who are like, I can't meditate for an hour. I don't have time to go to an appointment for an hour. Mm-hmm. People have been loving the email option because they just book it, and then I do the work, and then they get a full session recap. Of, of everything that I did and everything that came up. And then they can get back with me after they go through all that and um, ask if they have any other questions. And I get really great responses from people of like um, telling me, oh, this makes sense or wow, you picked up on that. That was, that's really cool. You know? And, and so I thought, I always thought email would kind of be like the preferred for repeat clients, you know, because after, after you see what I do one time, but I've had so many new people that are okay with doing the email too. And so I should mention that energy does not know time and space boundaries like we do. And so distance healing is just as effective at a distance maybe even more so as in person. So distance healing, that it, it, it does work. That's how I've been doing most of this now, especially in during these times.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so. I think it's amazing that this is your life's work. This is what you do. So the Just Be Lifestyle is your website. You also yep. have a Facebook page. And yes. you do a lot of videos and you do, I don't, I don't want to say seminars, but you have classes, you hold classes on there as well, correct?
0: Well, I, uh, yes. Well, right now I have an online workshop. It's a self-study. It's a 14 day. This is like, this is serious healing. What it is, is that, um, I have recorded a healing video for every single day. So I'm actually doing the energy work. So when you choose to watch and listen to the video, that you are tapping into the work that I'm doing. So that this is effective for people. Um, but this is, I would say, if you've never had energy healing before, you might want to have a session before you would go into something like this. But um, what it is, is it's called the 14-Day um, Original Divine Blueprint Kickstart. We all have an original divine blueprint. That's essentially our life path. And we were meant to be, my favorite words, joy joyful well and prosperous you know but a lot of times we might not have all those and so this is uh, the program that I created it was very spiritually guided what happened was is the people that I was working on were having the same thing come up over and over again and it was a misalignment with their original divine blueprint and so it was like oh my gosh like I need to this is a common issue for a lot of people what can I do? to help address this. And that's where this um, 14 day program started. And with that, I tried to get it to be as quick as possible because, you know, just like I said, I don't like to commit a couple hours to doing certain things. The same thing goes like with like challenges and programs of study, you know, where it's like, when I see things that are six weeks, or 21 days even, you know, it's like, oh gosh, am I going to be able to complete that? Like I've already, I've already almost committed to not completing it, you know? So 14 days, I tried to do the best I could to make it as short as possible, but it was necessary to have um, the shifts be comfortable and powerful and beneficial for people. It had to be 14 days, but that is an online self-study that is on my website. And then I have a a private Facebook group called Spirituality, T-E-A. I like to do play on words. (laughs) So it's called Spirituality on Facebook and I go live in there at least once a month to do some sort of live discussion. And then throughout the week, um, I also will do like either inspirational or informational content in there for people. So that's also another good starting point because I know a lot of people really just are not that aware of of the concept of energy and how to care for it yet. So like I said, I do have a lot of free resources for people to be able to check out and start learning.
1: I think that's great. And I encourage everyone to read the Vibe Hire book. I read it while we were driving in the car because I got it in the mail and I really didn't put it down until it was done because it was one of those, you're right. It's a quick, easy read. It's not... Doesn't have a bunch of big words that you're like, what are you talking about? You break it down really easy so the average Joe can figure out uh, the basics about energy.
0: Yes. Yeah. I like to, I like to get. To the point like as much as possible i mean not in conversation i could talk forever but <laughs> <laughs> but when i write
1: <laughs> no i think you i think you did a great job on this book like i said to someone earlier i'm obviously not a book critic but i do read a lot and this book had me the whole time so i appreciate that you wrote it
0: thank you so much i should say um the book is available at your favorite online book retailer and then um, locally in Rugby, it's at uh, Market on Main. Ooh. In Minot, it's at Main Street Books. And in Lewistown, Montana, it's at Marigold Market.
1: Awesome. And we will put links to that as well so people can find it. I'm going to put all the links that you talked about today so people can find you. They can have a session with you, join your Facebook group, follow you, and try, try to get people to vibe higher. Yes. Well, thank you so much
0: for having me. It was fun chatting.
1: Yes. Thank you for thank you for coming on and thank you for my session last night and I look forward to working with you in the future.
0: Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button
1: so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated.